It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. We've lost it. Thanks for listening if you're still listening. The stuff that we have been doing and saying is everyone's like the goof troop over here completely. Bonkers. Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome Welcome to to Los Angeles. Yes, yes. I, I was feeling that one. Me too. That one sounded really good. I know. I felt really hyped for that High one. High energy. Woo, woo. All right, guys. Tomorrow, uh, April 22nd, is Earth Day. Do you guys remember the big help on Nickelodeon? Do you remember that, yes. Sarah? Yes. Was it like with the hands? Yes. Like the hands. And they yeah. would do like big concerts. And if you Google um, big help commercials, like there are some major throwback commercials that'll just bring back all the feels oh my god i need to do that so this is our version of that um obviously the big help was actually focused on um renovating parks Like, did you know this? Did you know the whole point of the Big Help was to get kids to submit their local park for renovation and then like the top 10 would get renovated? No, but all I I do remember like every Earth Day in elementary school, like that's all we would do is like park cleanups and beach cleanups. Exactly. Right? And planting trees. Yes, yes. I don't know why I thought, I thought the Big Help was like a recycling initiative, which I guess it was kind of (laughs) partly, but clearly my um, comprehension of that particular initiative was not very clear (laughs) because I had no idea. The only thing I truly remember from the Big Help is they did a concert with sync, and it's when they premiered Bye 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 to the public for the oh first time. Oh my god. And I remember yes. he- hearing the strings at the beginning and being like, oh my god, what is this song? Bye Bye Bye, it's oh happening. Uh, anyways, so this is our version wow. of Bye Bye Bye. <laughs> no, just kidding. Thank, thank god that like this next generation, like I feel like in way better hands than when we were. <laughs> To be completely honest. What if this was a segue into announcing JC Shizé was on the show? <laughs> oh, my God. He's here we to talk about to up, his We had to hit up Allie, Mac- Allie Mackey about that. Allie Mackey, girl. You better, you better help us out one of these days. Okay. So today we are talking about sustainability and what that means for your beauty routine and your beauty products and what you should be uh, looking for and doing. One good thing about being isolated and staying home is that our planet is getting a much needed reprieve. Hallelujah. The air quality in LA, I have literally never seen it this oh good. Oh my gosh. it's It feels good to step outside and inhale. And be able to see the hills from where we, you know, where we live. Yeah. I mean, traditionally, and then, it's like a cloud of smoke. <laughs> right, right. And then you hear all of these news stories about all the animals that are just thriving. 
Yes. It's yes. amazing. Yeah, it, it's truly the silver lining. The only thing that's truly helping this, situ- this very dire situation. So today we have a very special guest and we are outlining how you can make an impact when it comes to your beauty routine. And we will also be sharing a list of sustainable brands that you can reference on our Instagram. But before we get into that, let's dive into beauty news. Sarah, we have very quickly one piece of beauty news to report. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So uh, you may have seen it already. The Sephora sale is happening. Um, Their spring savings event uh, from April 17th through May 1st. And they've got some deals. So if you are looking to stock up, now is the time. And if you, there's different tiers. So there's Rouge, which is 20% off. You were able to start shopping on the 17th through May 1st. Uh, If you are VIB level, that's 15% off and you can start shopping today through the 29th. And then if you're a beauty insider, you get 10% off and you can start shopping on Thursday through April 27th. So um, obviously, if you're Rouge, you get the most... Uh, the highest discount and the longest time to shop with it. But there is a code for every single tier and it's spring save. So if you are in need of something, obviously this is a sustainability episode. So we're not encouraging you to just go buy just to buy. We encourage you to purchase if you are in need and if you maybe want to support independently owned brands right now who desperately need it, you can stock up. Or if you are looking to you know, get into the more green beauty brands. Sephora has a nice selection. Yep. Yep. Cool. All right. Quick and easy. Now it's time for What's What's on on Your Face? face? The Earth Earth Day edition. (laughs) I really want little musical tunes to pop up when we do these, like the soup, you know? So meaty and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll work on that. We got to figure that out. Yeah, I have believe in um, Patrick. Matt can write. <laughs> Matt can write some jingles. Ooh, Matt, create yeah. us some jingles, boo. <laughs> okay, Sarah, what is on yes. your face? Okay, so I think we both picked two products to talk about today. The first one that yes. I'm going to talk about is Ilya's Color Haze Multi-Use Pigment mm. in Sing. Did you get this? I think you probably got this too. Oh no, but that's so pretty. I I bet you got it because I found it at the bottom of a bag recently and I was like where did this come from okay great so I think it was probably when we had her on but anyways Ah, so okay it is um this color sing is like this bright deep berry and like I said it's multi-use so you can use it you know on your lips on your cheeks um on your eyes um and I have been using it on both my lips and my cheeks and I am obsessed with not just the shade, but the formulation. I feel like there's a lot of lip cheek stains that really only work as one or the other. You know what I mean? Like it works great. Yeah, because they're more like red. Yes. Or like, exactly. Like it'll be a pretty on your lips, but then it'll make you look too flushed. Yep. Or, you know, they'll look great on your lips or on your cheeks and then not not great on your lips. So this particular shade looks really good. (laughs) Looks really good on me. I mean, I would have to agree. (laughs) Um, But I just like how blendable it is. And it has a lot of staying power, which I am always like, I don't know why, but for clean beauty products, I'm always like, oh, wow, this has like staying power. That's crazy. I know. You know, for color cosmetics, especially. Um, And so, yeah, I really love uh, just especially now, like I'm just really lazy 
when it comes to putting makeup on <laughs> if I put totally. any makeup on at all. So I just love the idea of a multi-use. And, you know, we are talking about sustainability. So being able to use one product for two things, why not? So it's... And I'm like looking at the website right now just so I can like see the the range of shades. I like that there's only five, but they are... They really are like true like pinky nudes. Yes. So, but... Four, three of the five are sold out on Sephora already. I know. So you can get them on Ilya's website. And okay, they, great. And um, that's a great way to support them. Yeah. And they are uh, all in stock. Um, there are a really like a, all of the shades are really beautiful. I really want to try Stutter, which looks more like kind of like that brick. Mm-hmm. Stutter looks really pretty. Yeah. I feel like I would go with Waking Up. Ooh, yes. Yes. Or before today. Waking up is such a good name for a blush situation. It is. It really is. Oh, I love that. Okay. <laughs> and then it has what? Jojoba, uh, which will condition the lips yes. and the skin. Yes. Which is great. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> I just keep saying yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it's all great. It's all good for you. Again, Ilya is like one of our favorite clean beauty brands based out of Laguna and I love all of the products that they come out with so yeah $32 you can buy it on Sephora or on their website and just to reiterate the reason why we are picking these specific brands today are because they are sustainable brands yes thank you to all the brands and now (laughs) Kirby (laughs) if you guys haven't noticed we're like really we're like goofy today we're very goofy today. I'm like, um, I'm not sure that the words are coming out of my mouth the way that I'm, you know, forming the sentence in my head. But the way you were doing that with the product, I thought you were wa- trying to waft it like you're trying to smell it. I'm like, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> What's on your face? Obviously, we're goofy, guys. OK, so I have a hair pick, not like a hair pick, <laughs> like a comb. But like a pick for my, no, never, a recommendation for my hair, okay? Uh, This is Fakai Technician Color Shampoo, Conditioner, and Mask. All the products are $20 each. And I don't know if you know this, Sarah, I used to work in a Fakai salon. Um, Oh my God, when you first moved to LA. Yes, it was before I started working at the entertainment PR firm, but um, I was a salon manager there, so I helped. Which one? Where? Uh, It was on Melrose Place. And that's so LA. It's sadly no longer there. I spent many a day at that salon. Um, I had the best hair color that, you know not money could buy because I got it for free (laughs) but (laughs) I got great hair color um and I loved their products like we would get a you know significant discount on their shampoos conditioner styling products and they always were just top tier for me so I you know Frederic is an amazingly good looking man but also like really just knows hair and is really good at doing hair and they actually like the brand has just completely revamped I don't know if you realize this but there was a while where product from Fakai would be sold in Target and I'm like Mm. that's weird because they're only supposed to be sold in salons and it was like that weird thing where like excess stock would be like bought by Target and then sold yeah 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 um and I was like that's weird but if you go to their website I got an email about this too they've completely changed like their entire brand, similar to what Bliss did. Yeah. They just did a huge overhaul and I'm really impressed. So like the bottle looks more modern and 
it, on the front, it says clean, vegan, sustainable. So I was like, huh, okay, interesting. And I looked into it. And the the line that I have is the technician color line, um, which is great mm-hmm. for me since obviously I have bleach hair. Yeah. I actually got the the brilliant. Oh yeah, line. Uh-huh. Yeah, that one sent to yeah. me. But now I want to try it. I haven't tried it. Okay, continue. Sorry. Trust me. Like this was just kind of hanging out, and I'm like, oh, I'll give it a try. I'm like, oh my god, it's actually really great. So the key ingredient in this line is Mirabelle plum seed oil. It's a purified lightweight oil, so it won't weigh the hair down, and it gives this your hair this really nice shine and makes it very like hydrated but also it includes antioxidants and fast fatty acids which are really really great for color treated hair color treated hair is notoriously dry it's extremely porous it needs a lot more help than you know virgin hair so i've been really loving this and can i just tell you the fragrance is not crazy yeah but it smells really good it smells it's it's like a citrusy scent it's i think it's the plum seed oil obviously but it smells so refreshing. And like I have said in the past, I need an aromatic experience when I'm washing my hair. Like I want to... In- Same. Because I need to be able to want to keep using it, you know? Especially when it comes to your hair. Yep. Yep. Like people half the time tell me my hair smells good and like not my perfume because... Totally. Same. You know? Because we have so much hair. Yeah, yeah. Totally. So it's made without sulfates, phthalates, and parabens. It's vegan, silicone free, and... The packaging is 100% recyclable. So the bottle is made from 95% recycled plastic. And starting on 420, which was yesterday, your order will be shipped. They're testing out this thing called mushroom packaging. So it's 100% compostable and recyclable. All you have to do is add soil to it and it will biodegrade in 45 days, which is kind of amazing in my opinion. But I just love the way that my hair feels. I've actually been really into masking lately like I've like talked to you about this yeah you know personally but I've been like you know what I'm not gonna do my hair today I'm gonna throw on a mask and leave it on like literally all day really I love yeah I love that mask I I have slept in the mask before you you so you just sleep in it and you put your like your towel a kui towel over it yeah or actually I have one of those silk hair the turbans oh yeah the turban Uh to like keep my hair like off of my face because I feel like sometimes people don't do that and then the product gets on their forehead and then they break out a little bit because Uh it's been there for so long like by sleeping on it um so I always make sure it's like completely off of my forehead but I've just been loving the way my hair feels lately because obviously less heat styling yeah although I do do my hair to feel good from time to time And I've actually been not using as much conditioner in the shower. Mm. I'll use the shampoo. I'll use a detangler like the Christophe Robin Jelly. I'll put that in Mm -hmm, to detangle mm -hmm. my hair. And then when I get out, I'll put in a mask um, and let it set. Or I will just use like a leave-in conditioner of some sort. But yeah, guys, if you're looking. I need to do more of that. Yeah. I think my my biggest qualm with masks and hair treatments is that you have to wait and you're like in the shower and then you put it on and then you're like, okay, so do I just like stay in the shower for 10 minutes? Totally. But I like the idea of just, yeah, because like, why not? Yeah, who, why not just let it hang out? Who cares? Out? <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, honestly, who cares? Where am I going? Leave it in and then, you know, I'm not going anywhere. the next time that you need to. But um, I'm really impressed with this brand revamp and obviously – 
I have a tie to it just because I used to work there and yeah. you know I'm rooting for them so good job Fakai I think that, that you guys are doing great things so wait where do you buy it did you mention already? oh I'm so sorry you can get it online at Target I think it'll be available in Target stores soon I'm not sure when but obviously uh, Fakai.com easiest great. way to get it great okay so second product I want to talk about is the Snowberry instant deep cleansing oil so i have Mm -hmm. mentioned snowberry previously because i went to new zealand with them right before we were on lockdown (laughs) like i remember literally getting back from the trip and matt was so concerned and i was like what do you mean it was totally fine the airport was great like it was and then like the week next week i was like holy shit um anyways (laughs) but before that it had a lovely trip uh, to New Zealand because that's where Snowberry is based and they are a totally natural brand. They are completely carbon neutral, which means that they so basically when they launched, the founder, you know, was sourcing ingredients from New Zealand, but also sourcing it from other places and then realized that, um, which Jenny, our guest, will talk about um, in a few minutes, how that just wasn't sustainable to be, you know, sourcing ingredients from other places other than locally. Mm-hmm. And so they made this um this change where she began to only source ingredients from her farm in New Zealand which then made her made the brand completely carbon neutral and reduced their carbon footprint by like 80%. Wow. Yeah, so she like reduced the number of ingredients in the products and made sure that they were only being sourced um, and grown and sourced on her farm. And then they also like everything to the packaging, to the way that the products are made. Um, and then they also like purchased extra like offsets. So they're truly like the most sustainable brand I've ever wow. encountered. And on top of that, the products are so beautiful. But the one product that I really have fallen in love with is this deep cleansing oil. So it's called a cleansing oil, but it really is more like a bomb. Mm. It's like this beautiful golden cleansing bomb that is made with lingonberry oil, macadamia oil, this harakiki seed oil that is this tree that is, you know, grown all over their farms. But what I love most about it is that, you know, with with cleansing oils and bombs, like we've talked about this many times, how some of them can leave your skin feeling really oily. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you like you put it on and then you feel like you just like cannot take it off because it's so thick. Yep. So this does not do that. And then on the other side, like some cleansing oils, like I just feel like are too like liquidy like this is the texture can be really hard to nail yeah but I really really love this I feel like it gets everything off of your skin feels really clean but then your skin doesn't feel like it's stripped and it feels truly balanced like the pH of your skin is really balanced so I use it in the shower I just stick it in the shower um, and I use it mostly at night because I feel like it's a little bit too much for the daytime but it totally like I said takes everything off all of the ingredients are so good for your skin and it's super anti-inflammatory and so if you have sensitive skin if you're looking for like a hundred percent natural cleansing balm cleansing oil highly highly suggest this from Snowberry it's like a great introduction into their line the only thing is I'm not sure if because they just the reason I went to New Zealand was because they were just introducing the brand to the states. 
So I think you can only buy it from their website and I'm not sure that like they're delivering their shipping right now yeah because i i'm looking at the website yeah. it says to our dear customers new zealand is at a covid19 alert level four we are currently unable yeah. to fulfill online orders until further notice yes oh so okay wait it says snowberries available to order via the farmers and life pharmacy website that sounds like something that's like local to new zealand um so just put a pin yes in this um i'm sure you know and i i know that so basically p and g acquired them Mm -hmm. so which means i'm sure that they are you know going to be introduced to other retailers in the states but just remember this cleansing oil and this brand i think especially on earth day yeah Yeah. okay hopefully soon yeah okay hopefully soon um what's on your face next okay so uh this is a brand sarah has mentioned before um and then i got a bunch of products and completely fell in love this is the say brow butter spelled s-a-i-e uh, you've probably see, seen ads on Instagram or Facebook. This brow butter, I'm obsessed with it. I love how tiny the little applicator is. I like the consistency of it. It's a really unique formula. It's oil-based, I believe. And it just creates this really shiny, glossy, lifted brow. Say is a brand that's focused on being plastic-free by 2021, which is remarkable. Yeah. And honestly... <laughs> You just need to go to their website. There is an overwhelming amount of info on that site regarding what they plan and want to do regarding being sustainable and and everything else. But the bottom line is that once you're finished with these products, you can send them back to Say and they will make sure it's properly recycled for you, which I think is huge. They're keeping themselves accountable. Yeah. So the brow butter, they're are two shades. There's clear and tinted. I like them both. I use them both. I don't know if tinted, does that mean, like I, w- I was looking on their website. There's just only two shades, clear and tinted. Yeah, it says that it works on any brow from bron- blonde to brunette. So, hmm. so yeah, I'm interested. I obviously have a pretty dark brow for my complexion. And I'm curious if it will work with you know, somebody that has like a deep skin tone with like a black brow. Yeah. But I will say like the the tinted is a good match for me. Um, I use it just to fill in like little bald spots that I have. And then I use clear the rest of the way to give me that lifted glossy look. Yeah. But I, I'm a really big fan. Yeah, I love... I love the products that they I've tried so far from them. I talked about that, the sleeper gel. But Kirby, I don't know why where you were i feel like we have all the same shared experiences now but i met laney who's the founder and you weren't there for whatever reason and i don't know why you weren't you did because you didn't get to meet her when she was in la last no 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 yeah Uh -uh. but she was so lovely and i just remember her i mean she said a bunch of you know very informative things that i learned about the brand but something that she mentioned laney was basically saying that she wanted to create products that were really easy to use one and like where you would see like a girl on the subway who looked really cool and chic and put together and you'd be like I wonder what makeup she's wearing like that's what she wanted say to like emulate and I feel like that's really true for like all of her products like they're no fuss but like they kind of just like enhance your natural beauty sort of thing and it's really rare that I like a like all of the products in a 
brand. I, I, I'm a little bit of a brand whore. Like to, you know. Same. I think that's why we do what we do. Move around. Move and shake. Um, however, Say and Kosas lately have been the two brands that I literally, every single product is a win for me. And that's like not normal for me. I haven't tried Say's mascara yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I um, have it. And if, well, if we ever get to see each other, you can have it. But I mean, oh, no, I point, have it. I have oh, it. you I have it. You, oh, okay. It. Yeah. I haven't tried it yet. Did she give you the lash curler? No, I didn't get the lash okay, curler. That's the one thing I didn't get. She said that it's like, you know how everyone talks about like Shiseido's lash curler? Mm-hmm. Like, ev- like apparently everyone has fallen in love with this. And obviously you are the like, lash queen so we need to know what your uh, Ooh, I need to try it I I use a lash curler every day it's a part of my what my routine I'm using Laura Mercier's right now Mm -hmm. and I really like it it's a good one but yeah say guys I'm like they're hitting home runs the dew balm so good I use that literally every single day the brow butter and their lip stuff is great. I can't wait to try the mascara that's like next on the agenda. I really want her to make like a tinted foundation mm. or, or a tinted moisturizer. I think that she would like really hit it. Out I of agree. The park. I just hope it's not oil. Yeah. I don't. I don't need. I don't want a tinted oil anymore. I. I can't do I, it. My skin just freaks out. It hates it. I just. I don't like how it feels or looks. To be completely yep. honest, I love. Love, like I've said, Kosas, I cannot do the tinted face oil. It just doesn't agree with my skin. Then I know people that literally swear. Stand by it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so no. it just, different strokes for different folks, but. Totally. I, I if say, if you're listening, uh, can you please just make sure it's not an oil for us? Yeah. For the little people. Yeah. Thanks. 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 Have you guys heard of Cherry? Sarah and I heard about it and did a little investigating, and it's actually really cool. Yes. Okay. So it is an app where you can find honest, straightforward reviews from other beauty enthusiasts about products you've been eyeing, or maybe products you're wondering are really worth the hype. We like Cherry because similar to reviews you'd get from friends or us, they're completely unbiased. The community not only lets you know how a product did work for them, but also how it might not have worked. Cherry was founded on the idea that discovering beauty products should be an inclusive process and not just from recommendations from the biggest followings, loudest voices, or most conventional looks. So it's basically like if Instagram was only beauty reviews, aka a dream. If you love a product or just want to share your thoughts, download the app and create your own reviews. We're on the app as well. You can find us at username Gloss Angeles. Find Cherry in the Apple App Store or their website, www.cherry.com. That's www.cherie.com. All right, should we jump into the guest of the episode? Please do the honors. All right. So today we have the pleasure of speaking to Jenny Ong. 
Um, For those of you who are not familiar, Jenny Ong first started her blog in 2012, and she focused on fashion and photography. But since then, she has made a little bit of a transition, and her creative pursuits or her content have evolved beyond just, you know, sharing photos of her outfits. Jenny became more passionate about the environment and sustainability and shifted her focus to educate people about how to live slowly and more consciously in all aspects of their lives including their beauty routines, which is why we have Jenny on. And P.S., by the way, her skin is incredible. So we wanted to know everything that she was using. So Jenny is here to talk about sustainable beauty brands that sh- to look into and how to make our makeup and skincare regimens more eco-friendly. So without further ado, here we go. Here's Jenny. <laughs> so, so excited to have Jenny Ong on Los Angeles today. Thrilled because Jenny, um, I feel like this is obviously a very timely episode with Earth Day being tomorrow. And we just want to help our audience understand sustainability, what that means, um, and and how they can put put it into action through their beauty routine. I think a lot of people get really overwhelmed and they think, oh my gosh, I need to throw away everything I have right now and start over, but I don't have the money or the funds. So what are some things we can be doing in our everyday life to kind of help facilitate that? And you're the perfect person to talk about it. So thank you for joining us. Thank you. This is like one of my favorite topics to talk about, obviously. So I'm excited. Yay. 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 (laughs) Jenny, we like to start off every episode with what's on our faces, but what is on your face right now? I actually, so today I'm not wearing any makeup. <gasps> gorgeous. Yeah, just gorgeous. Surprise, surprise, in quarantine. Just wearing some, um, I think it's called the All Embracing Serum from Odacite. I might be butchering the name. No, that's that's right. Odacite. And I, I just love that serum so much. I kind of wear it for daytime and nighttime. Sometimes it, it just smells so good and it makes me like calm. And that's yeah. something I really need. Yeah, it right sounds now. like something we all need right now. <laughs> like a self-care ritual of sorts. Yeah. I love Adacite. I know Sarah does too. Yeah. It's one of those brands that I feel like is yeah. largely underrated. True. I think so too. I, I feel totally. like everything from their line has actually been great. Agreed. So great. The lip serum is amazing 100% totally agree they just started they collaborated with what's the really pretty hotel in West Hollywood the new one the addition oh the addition hotel Mm -hmm. they're um, being offered at their spa now Mm. which is like yeah I just feel like I I mean I think other people should you know obviously discover the brand through like all of the retailers that carry them but like I think of getting like the actual spa treatment is always mm-hmm. a really nice way to like learn more about the brand and um we got to uh, or Kirby you didn't get to go to that when they offered it at the other Ca- Casamigos spa. or which one yeah the one in Malibu is it Casamigos is it was it Casamigos or no Calamigos I don't I never know what the hell is it the same thing Ca- 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 like, you guys went to a tequila, tequila. Right? clearly you know where my mind's at okay <laughs> well Kirby's background right now is sir, oh. so. <laughs> yes, you know, I'm slinging drinks. Anyways, <laughs> uh, tangent, anyways, love Audacity. Um, yeah. And I haven't used, I don't think I've used that serum, so I need to need to incorporate that. The, the all-embracing serum? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's really good. It has, it has like, it just smells, I mean, I've already said this like twice, three times, but it smells so good. And 
what I do at night is I just like warm up my hands with it. And just as soon as I'm done patting it on my face, I'll put it over my eyes and my nose and just like let it rest there. And it, it feels like a really quick at home spa experience. Yeah. Like it, it just smells Ooh. that good. Yeah. And it's, a, I, they're, I think all their products are actually infused with crystal. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you're into that, but. Oh, I could use yeah. all the, all the positive mm-hmm. energy. So yes. <laughs> right. Into it. Okay. So Jenny, I, we obviously have you on here to help us, you know, debunk some myths about clean, natural, sustainable beauty, but also to help us better define it because a lot of our listeners are really confused about what it all means. Um, I think Kirby and myself included. So can you tell us, you know, how do you define sustainable beauty and what does it mean to you and your life? I think I just, I mean, there's so many different factors that play into what constitutes sustainability. I think I try to ask myself, you know, are the ingredients mostly non-toxic themselves? Are they grown without toxic chemicals? Are they cultivated ethically in the process? And you can even get down to the specifics where it's like, does the, the soil that produces these said ingredients, is it regenerative? Is it healthy soil? Because that affects, you know, the creatures, wildlife surrounding that area. Can you know, can demand be controlled to a point where we can still support wildlife where these things are grown? And then some people care about like packaging. Is the product packaged in recyclable materials like glass, metal instead of plastic? And like, you know, I ask myself, does the brand take initiative to like collect and actually properly recycle? Because a lot of a lot of the stuff that we think is being recycled isn't actually that's such a great point going to recycled <laughs> um so yeah and i mean like the our country a lot of countries actually outsource recycling to other countries mainly china and india the levels of waste that you see in china and india are so high but it's because they're actually forced to collect waste from other countries so anyways that's like a whole, that could be a whole new episode. But I also like to ask, you know, are brands trying to source their ingredients as locally as possible? And when they do that, you know, like if a brand is based in Europe, and they grow ingredients in Europe, that's much better than growing ingredients elsewhere, like in Asia or in America. If you are a brand that's situated, you know, in America, it's better usually better to grow in America. Yeah. Okay. So if there are these like brands that are trying to, you know, play themselves as being like natural and sustainable, but then if they're sourcing like these rare quote unquote ingredients from all over around the world, that's yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's so multifaceted. Like there are so many issues that you can kind of try and, and deal with when it comes to sustainability. You know, like when you when you tout that you use and grow organic materials, ingredients for your products, but you kind of source from Australia and you source from China, you source from Europe, all of that is transported to the manufacturing site somehow. So there's also, you know, methane, there's emission levels, not to count like the emission levels that it, you need to actually, uh, you know, ship your products as well. 
So there's a lot to take into account. Yeah. So this kind of, you know, as as a sustainability dummy, I feel like this reminds me of um, Joaquin Phoenix uh-huh. at the Golden Globes or the Oscars <laughs> being like, hey, man, like, uh, cool. L- let's talk about saving the earth. Maybe don't like take a private jet to Palm Springs for the film festival then. Yeah. Or like, you know, as much as I stand Leonardo DiCaprio and like, I think he does great things for our planet. Like the man flies private to, you know, Ibiza or wherever he decides to go mm-hmm. uh, with his gaggle of women. So it's like, you got, you know, you have to walk the walk and talk the talk. <laughs> and I, I love that you're making us think of this in a completely different way because those are things I just generally wouldn't think about. I, I do want to jump off that answer though, because when you say all these things, like I get overwhelmed. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. where do I start then? So totally. like, are there three takeaways that you typically, like if you're looking at a new brand or you're looking at a brand that maybe you haven't used before that you're like, okay, what are the top three things I'm looking for right now? Yeah. Or like, I think like, are there points that are more important to you? I mean, obviously they're all important, but like, you know, you have to pick and choose, right? Right. I mean, I'm and and like, I'm with you. I think a lot of the times I get overwhelmed too. And I, I can list all these questions all I want, but I don't even, I don't know how much brands, a certain brand is emitting when making X, Y, and Z. So I guess for the most part, I try and look for recyclable materials. Um, and if they partner with any recycling programs to manage that waste, I think those are some things that I start off with. And like, obviously non-toxic, cruelty-free. Yep. I think those are the, the, the factors that we can control for the most part, because the other questions need to be answered and be, you know, put out by brands. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that yeah. you you said that you're also overwhelmed is because I'm like, you know, <laughs> I, it's hard to keep everything into account. Is there a specific like resource that you use or is there like a website that you like typically shop from? Is I, I'm trying to help our audience kind of say, okay, if I need to get started, yeah. is there a place I can go to start, start, you know, somewhere? Like any good yeah. apps? Um, I mean, EWG. Um, I think Think Dirty, those two are the main yep. ones that I've used. Um, in terms of shopping, I mean, we're all so familiar with Sephora, right? And they have like a clean beauty section. And I love going through that. Sometimes I find new ones there. But um, there's the Detox Market, All Clean. There's Credo. Um, and those those are the only ones I really know of, actually. I actually was, when I was doing a little bit of research for this episode, I did see that Sephora does have a sustainability promise and they're doing certain things to try to become more sustainable, which I really appreciate. Mm -hmm. It's like a very small (laughs) part of their business, clearly. But I think even just having like the foresight to know that this is going to become a bigger priority for consumers in the future and and taking those uh, measures to try to become, you know, as friendly to the earth as possible is, is, is really interesting. Yeah. I totally have noticed that in probably the last year. Like, I think there was the wave of everyone trying to go, you know, non-toxic, cruelty-free, or maybe cruelty-free first, and then, like, more, you know, non-toxic, and then everyone realizing, um, you know, they need to use recyclable materials, but then they're still, you know, their carbon footprint is so huge, Mm -hmm. and so then trying to offset it by, 
you know, all of these different promises or whatever, um, whether that's, you know, buying a bunch of trees or yes, exactly, which is great because I think it's necessary. And now, you know, with social media and with this consumer being way more savvy than they used to be, like we can easily find those things out. Right. And there's like so many different brands to choose from. So obviously we're going to try to support the ones that are doing the best. But yeah, that's great. I didn't know Sephora did that. Yeah. Good for them. Jenny, we're throwing around all of these terms, you know, uh, sustainable, clean, natural, cruelty-free. How do you differentiate one from the other? Like, mm. basically, like, what? which one's right? Like, yeah, which one's the best? I mean, and, like, what do you look for? God, I I don't know. I, I, I think first and foremost, I think some brands that say, you know, they use natural ingredients might not – it might not be grown ethically. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it could be, it could be, you know, grown in an area where they've just overtaken the land and have driven out wildlife in doing so. That's not sustainable. And I think I've like in taught, like in discussion with someone else, some, you know, years ago, I was told that even if you are using natural uh, ingredients, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's, good they're like al- certain alcohols can be considered natural and cruelty free I, I i mean i think that just depends on how you define that right i think that that should be considered sustainable just because you that you want to promote the quality of life for all but like i guess a lot of brands can get away with or not get away but they try to call themselves green mm. which is a very like like what does that mean <laughs> yeah, I I mean to be honest, I'm I'm a little bit hazy. Yeah. That's just a gray yeah. area for me too. Yeah. Just most Yeah. Mostly because there's no regulation in our I think maybe around the world, but especially in America and I mean the it's a there's a pro and con with that, right? I think the market is open for so many brands to try and introduce, you know, their product and and like XYZ, but we need to have a universal code where we can understand what it means when you say, when you have this stamp or that stamp. Totally. And it's like that as a consumer, I think we need to demand that. I agree. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I, I think, you know, Sarah and I have talked about this a variety of times, you know, talking about the FDA and, you know, like, Obviously, we have brands out there that are really pulling their weight and trying their best to, um, you know, use uh, recycled plastic and to use utilize TerraCycle, asking people to send in their products. And then on top of that, using uh, formulations that are considered, mm-hmm. quote unquote, clean, you know, without parabens, phthalates and all that good stuff. But like go to the FDA and look up the term hypoallergenic and there's actually no definition for it but people will slap it on a product and and people and literally like I have people DMing me and I'm sure you guys have the same going what's a good you know product for sensitive Mm -hmm. skin like I picked up this hypoallergenic product I'm like cool it literally doesn't mean anything like they just made that word up to make you feel better or people think that using all natural means that it's not going to irritate right. their skin in any way or that it's going to be yeah better for their skin which that is not always the case yep. it's so confusing but to jenny's point like there should be some type of bible yep. almost that 
breaks it down. If something, if a label says clean on it, this is what it definitely is made without. It could be literally just four ingredients, you know, like the parabens, phthalates, phthalates, uh, you know, whatever else, like the other big two are. But then, you know, okay, if you're going to say that you're green, Wait, what did I just say? What was the first thing? <laughs> Clean, green. Like, you know what I mean, there needs to be, there needs to be I fingers. Think that's, it's so confusing. I think this confusion, yeah, proves our point. That yeah, yeah. yes. Exactly. I mean, I, I would, someone help. I would love. I, I think wearing makeup and wearing skincare products on your skin. Our skin is our, lar- our largest organ, right? And if we're slapping on nutrition labels on food, I think we kind of need something like that for skincare beauty products absolutely totally absolutely i mean if they're willing to put a little jar that says 12 months or 18 months or 24 months on our products to let us know you know how long it will be good for why -hmm. not tell us like why a product is good for us you know what i mean i think it's definitely relevant i would love for there to just be a meeting of the minds where like the biggest names in in this industry like get together like you jenny i want like caroline hirons in there i want like all of these renee rouleau i want all of these people together like uh a, like a little mensa yeah. grouper and then like oh, you guys God. create this ultimate bible being like this is what this means and then the government has no choice but to accept it and then I'm we honored. go from there that would be great I feel like you have. Yeah, I feel I like Kourtney Kardashian would butt her way into that. She needs. She wants to be part of that. We could totally get her involved <laughs> if she would like. <laughs> I mean, no, yeah. you know, sweat off my brow. So, Jenny, uh, you know, we talked about this in your intro, but you know, you when you came on the scene as like a blogger influencer, you were obviously like OG, <laughs> but you were more of like a fashion blogger, and you didn't really have a focus on being, you know eco-conscious as you are now this was like what 20 mm-hmm. what 2010 when you started or you started in college 2011 okay yeah um but yeah. obviously you know over the past couple of years you've started to really transition your lifestyle and also your you know your instagram aesthetic but also like everything that you <laughs> your persona i don't know how you want how you want to describe it exactly your content, yeah, your content. there you, you go know. your content My brand. your brand Excuse yeah me, your, your, per- brand. your personal brand can you tell us like when you began to to transition um, from, you know, focusing on fashion to sustainability and why? I think if I had to pinpoint a time, I would say probably 2016, maybe 2015 going into 2016. I just remember it was like one day, one night I was sitting in my apartment and I was just so overwhelmed with the amount of stuff I had in my little loft and it was like a mixture of clothing of products beauty products that I had received without my discretion and it had you know I think 2015 was right around the time when Instagram was becoming such a hot app and brands were just reaching out like crazy and it was great you know I'm not going to be I'm not going to lie it was kind of nice at first but when it started getting to a point where I wasn't aware of what I was getting and you know my email and my my mailing address was getting passed around and I was receiving stuff that I I didn't think I would ever even post or write about it got to a point where I felt like suffocated and I started thinking about how I was just one of like many thousands of influencers where 
you know, they're shipping these products to, they're never going to see a post on Instagram or our blog. And it's such a shame, you know, like, I, I, not to say that those products shouldn't exist. They just didn't belong with me. And I, it just got me thinking like, this needs to stop. I think we've, we've inflated to a point where like we've veered off so far off of like a normal level of consumption that I think it hit me that I wanted to change and like start influencing for good. And like, I don't know, I, I, I think growing up watching, observing my parents save on water and like the way they've been cooking or like trying to salvage you know, ingredients and utilizing everything that we had, it kind of ingrained the idea of being sustainable and eco-conscious from an early standpoint. And I'd always, you know, I, I spent my money on Burt's Bees, my own money on Burt's Bees when I could, that, you know, natural products, natural brands like Jurlique and Tarte, I've always had an inclination towards the more natural brands. And so I think that kind of yeah. put it off. Were you nervous at all when you sort of made that transition with your following? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think so. I, I kind of took a little break. Like 2016, uh, I was with a an influencer company, an agency, and they were ask, they were actually emailing me quite often asking me why I wasn't posting more. <laughs> and I, I mean, like they wanted me to post like three times a day, like every single day. And I was it, it didn't feel right. And I got to a point where I was like, I just need to take a, I need to take a step back. I, I didn't find posting to be that enjoyable anymore. And so I was really afraid that I would lose the trust of the agency. Like they would no longer find me useful. And also just cause like, it was very clear that people on Instagram really liked a certain, you know, style of content. And um, I think that time away from it really just solidified, like, you know, this feels right. I'm going to just go ahead in. I feel like 2015, 2016 was the time where brands started sending really large packages too, right, Kirby? Like, it would be like, that's when the freaking, like, giant uh, PR box explosion happened. It was out of control. And I felt like it was because of Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, like it was definitely fun at first, and then yeah, there. I have definitely felt that way too because I I had always worked from home, and so getting all the packages sent here, and then like not being able to share it with anyone, and I just felt like it was such a waste. And like, but then I didn't want to like throw away like all the tiny refrigerators that I was getting because I was like, what? I can't just (laughs) throw those away, you know? Because we have hoarder tendencies. One for each product. (laughs) <laughs> the hoarder tendencies. I think um, also Sarah and I, you know, we never wanted to complain either right. because we felt gracious that brands were even considering us because at one point, like, editors were not getting product. Mm-hmm. Really? I don't think they shut out editors completely, but there are some brands, and even to this day, that definitely do not care about, like, the editor-reporter set. Like, oh, Sarah and I... T- Talk about this a lot where we're like, haven't seen a product from this brand in literally years, but we still get invited to the parties <laughs> and, you know, emails. But like, 
we could never talk about the products because we just have never received them. And not saying we can't go buy them ourselves, but also like why would we when we have other stuff that we could easily utilize? Mm. So I think like at that point, we were really nervous to like kind of speak out. But then slowly we were we like saw people on Instagram starting to be like, hey guys, it's kind of unnecessary for you to send a box that's like the size of a small house with a single <laughs> mascara in it. It still drives me nuts anymore. when brands and I yeah. think every, you know a lot of brands have gotten a lot better because they're also like scared that they're going to be just taken down. <laughs> they're going to be shamed. <laughs> but yeah. when I get like one lipstick in a giant box, I'm just like, oh, why? Like, why? Right. I'm like, it takes, I mean, everything on this earth takes energy, right? And when you waste energy on just making this huge human-sized pill box or something, I don't know, refrigerator, it's just like, it's not, it doesn't speak, it doesn't speak to me and it doesn't tell me what your product is about. It's really just an in-the-moment, you know, grab, like, attention grabber, and that's it. And yeah. I, I feel like that's not how I develop a relationship with a product. I want to use, I, I know I'll like a product if it feels good on me and if it works well. That's it. Yep. 100%. Jenny, how long did it take for you to clean up, quote unquote, clean up your beauty routine? I would say I'm still kind of working on it. <laughs> I mean, like, I've always been a fan of NARS. I think their makeup works really well. I still use Marc Jacobs. I love their eyeshadows, Laura Mercier, yep. Charlotte Tilbury, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> but it's still in the process. And I think I've started from 2016 to now. I'm just going through each product slowly. I have, you know, certain favorites, the ones I've listed. Um, I'm still going to try and use up what I do have and just slowly go over, you know, phase into my natural line of uh, favorite brands. And I, I feel like it's been easier in recent years. Like the last two years, I feel like Kosa's RMS has really been hitting it with great products. Um, but before that, it was hard because the natural line of makeup, um, natural products, it, it just didn't stick. Like pigments weren't great. Um, staying power, you know? Yeah. A lot of people, I think, are scared of the more um, natural lines because of that. You know, sometimes I think products that are more like oil-based, mm. personally for me, they make me break out mm. and they can wreak havoc on my skin. So it's been a really interesting process going through and finding natural lines that work for me. Yep. But I like that you said that you still are using you know, it's like a work in progress. You're still using products that you like. I mean, I love Charlotte Tilbury. I love NARS. <laughs> Mark you know, Jacobs. Like, I, I, couldn't, I, yep. Mark Jacobs. It would be so hard to give it up. It's, it oh. is. It is. And it's like obviously right. something that you want to keep in mind. But I also think that we hear a lot of the time people thinking, oh, I need to throw away everything that I currently have. No. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And, and I should have mentioned that earlier too, but it goes without saying like you can be sustainable if you actually just use up everything that you have. Yes, what, Jenny. What you like. What you like. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Scream it you from know? the rooftops, girl. Hit the pan. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the pan. 
again, people. It's so true (laughs) because we just get fed all of these ads and newness and like we just want to move on to the next thing. But like I just cleaned out my vanity last weekend and I like just I kept finding things that I totally forgot about and I felt terrible because I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, like I haven't been like this. I haven't touched this in like six, seven months. I didn't even know it was here. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's. That's like a really easy step, though. Like you said, like you don't have to just like yeah, hit, yeah, the pan. hit the pan, guys. Squeeze. Yeah, you're not the being last sustainable. You're not being sustainable by like throwing away, uh, you know, mostly full foundation or you know, uh, eyeshadow yep. palette that is brand new but like doesn't meet the standards that you're now trying to implement. Like, use that, be happy with it, and then once you need something that's when you start looking for those products. So, Jenny, what do you do with old beauty products when you're done with them, containers? Do you have any tips on how we can recycle? Or maybe there are products that, um, you know, you haven't really, you bought and maybe you just never use. Like, where can we donate them? What do you What do you do with your products? Um, Kirby, I think you mentioned this earlier, but yeah, I, I go on TerraCycle. They are starting to partner with more brands. The last, brand that I sent in old products to were from Josie Moran, I think. But yeah, they make it super easy. They have like a list of partners and you just like look it up, see if they, they're partnered. You ask for a shipping label, you put it in a box and then you ship it out. Um, if not, I mean, I just try and separate materials. So like if something has a metal top or like a plastic top to a glass container, I wash it out separate them and then put it in the recycling bin. In terms of like products that I I don't use or like it's completely intact and new, I try to donate to, you know, women's shelters. Sarah, you you probably, I think you were talking about that recently. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, That's pretty much the extent of it. And if it's a cute container, I'll I'll keep it and like store my Q-tips or something. (laughs) Totally. That's a great way to upcycle. And if anybody listening is curious about ways that they can um, donate, we actually touched on that. When was that episode, Sarah? It was around Thanksgiving, I think. Okay, yeah, you're right. Um, We on our Instagram, we have a little slideshow of places that you can donate. um, I think gently used products and even like used products. I, I have a box that I've been waiting to take to the Trans Wellness Center here in LA. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I don't think they're open right now. I actually should call and double check um, and make sure. But I need to take a big box there. That's a great place to donate. Yeah. There's also, I started just following Beauty to the Streets. Do you yes, follow her? Yes, she's amazing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she helps provide grooming services and beauty services to people who live on Skid Row. Mm-hmm. And so she's always taking collections too, or donations, I should say. But I also am like, okay, is she taking them right well, now? Well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's a weird. It's a weird it's, time it's a right very now. Weird time right now. I think also, um, no matter where you're listening from, look up in your general area, see if there are places um, that are willing, like especially shelters that are willing to take, you know, cosmetic and personal care items for the people that they're helping. Um, again, right now kind of a weird time to be handing yeah. off product to somebody else but hopefully you know in the near in future. the near future for sure I also had no idea that TerraCycle provided the shipping label that's so easy mm-hmm. yeah I mean all you have to do is print it but that's about it that's wow. so great good to know 
What would you like to see beauty brands do more of or less of? I think it would be great if they kind of documented their process. Just being in general, like as transparent as possible and like really ingraining that into their media, like, and not just, not just for the sake of making like, you know, pretty marketing material, but like show us, you know, how you walk the talk and where do you grow? If you grow your ingredients here, like, can we see it? I I don't know. I I love seeing how things grow. Um, I'm always posting, you know, how I grow my fruits and veggies. Um, So it's just like something that I think is so it really grounds the brand. It it can ground the brand, you know? And I I think a lot of consumers are moving to a point where like, we just, we want to have a more personal relationship with the brands that we are putting our dollars behind. And then like, obviously I I think I want to see brands partner up with more recycling programs because I think that the responsibility shouldn't, just rest on the consumer to recycle. Um, it'd be great if brands could really take that, you know, accountability and make sure that they're also taking care of their waste. As well. I that's such yeah. a great point. I personally feel like brands, you know, if they are going to market themselves as being sustainable and trying to do better for the earth, then they also have a responsibility to, in my personal opinion, not put out a new launch every other week. They need to be more thoughtful with their launches. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you just put out an eyeshadow palette, Mm -hmm. like you should be waiting at least like four to six months before you launch another one. Like I, I, there is a brand that last year came out with, I think over 12 eyeshadow palettes and all of them looked like some variety of the other. Like I, I, (laughs) I want to send you this screenshot. I was, my mouth was gaping open. I'm like, nobody needs all of these palettes. And because there is this hype uh, with consumerism and everybody thinks that they need this product because it's from this brand, they're going to be left with with a bunch of palettes they're never going to finish that they probably might not even use more Mm -hmm. than a few different times. They're doing it just to like post an Instagram photo and, you know, like I, I, there was actually a big conversation about right. this on Twitter and an influencer responded to someone saying like, okay, all these eyeshadow palettes look exactly the same. Like, why do we need all these palettes? And she's like, well, guess what? You don't, you don't have to buy them all. And I'm like, okay, totally. that's a great point. But also, don't you think the brand should be accountable for making this many launches and making people feel like they need it? Because at the end of the day, they're the one that's putting it out. Like Exactly. Totally. You're exactly right, Jenny. Like brands also have to be accountable for what they're doing. So if you're going to sit here and say you're doing great things for earth, the earth, but then you're producing like 15, I don't, uh, even four eyeshadow palettes is a lot in my opinion. Yeah. That's <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Then right. you really need to take a step back. Totally. And think about what your priorities are. Because at the end of the day, right. I mean- I'm not one to mince words. I just think like that's a money grabbing technique. That's not being thoughtful about what people actually want and what they really need. Right. Yeah. And I I wanted to say too, like, but this is kind of like hazy, like intention. Like I want brands to be very genuine with their intentions and not just sell some 
idea, like immediacy of like a feeling. Because we're so, I think, I think we're mm-hmm. getting so detached from from life, from our like relationships with people that we just want to, we are substituting, you know, a slew of products to give us that feeling. And that's what, that's what these brands are trying to sell when they are like just rolling out launches after launches. I mean, cause otherwise it's all the same colors, right? They're just like attaching these brand launches with, you know, a certain vibe and like a certain look. And it's that's, they're just trying to sell a feeling that you should probably try and fill in some other part of your life. Damn. Well, I think honestly, <laughs> it might change because of what we're going through right yeah. now with being isolated. So I was a, yeah. I was going to say that too. Like all of our priorities have yep. completely Like flipped. I never would have wanted to get on a phone call in my life before this. Now I'm like, <laughs> phone call? Great. Let's take, I'll have six phone calls today. Like I don't even care. It's like yeah. wanting that human connection. So hopefully maybe the one silver lining of this entire terrible situation is that we get back to what really matters yeah. um, and our priorities yeah. too. Yeah. And realizing like you really don't need that much. Like we've all been you know, self-isolating for a month plus now. And like, how many times have you, obviously it's like nice to like get dolled up every once in a while and do your hair and makeup, but like on the day to day, like how much stuff do you really actually need for your skincare and beauty routine? Not that much, really not that much. I'm, I'm going to be really curious to see how this all shakes out at the end. And I, I also just want to throw out there, you know, Jenny, Sarah and I are self-aware. We know that for our jobs, like we're constantly telling people what we like and what we think is worth investing in. Um, but that is a part of our job. But we we take this seriously. <laughs> and yeah. we all and we are trying to be better too. We are trying to be better. And we also when we recommend something, it's not to tell you that you absolutely have to have it and you should buy it now if mm-hmm. you don't need it. It's to be like, hey, if you are looking for something, yeah. this is what works for us and what why we we like the brand. So yeah, I yeah, I, that's a very good point. I uh, actually should have mentioned earlier when I think Sarah, when you asked like, was it hard, kind of transitioning from the way I was blogging to how I'm blogging now, and it's like, yeah, because I wanted to slow down a bit. I told brands and agencies, like, I only want to partner with a brand on, you know, a sponsored product if I'm actually going to use it all up. Or, you know, if I would actually purchase this, if I hadn't gone into this world, um, this industry, Mm -hmm. because of that, I mean, I've taken, I've taken a huge cut in what I could have been making. I don't know if I should be revealing that. But um, at the end of the day, I think it makes me feel much closer to myself and know that I am genuinely, I genuinely care about what I can do and how I can influence people. Like if I'm talking about a product, that means I think you'll love it. I think you'll really love it. And it'll be your favorite for some time and not just for a week, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that's why you have such a big following and such like a loyal, strong following Mm. is because they know that. But I mean, it's hard. There's so many influencers, obviously, especially on Instagram, just like beauty influencers touting all of these different products. And you can tell people apart, like who is actually being authentic and genuine like yourself and who's just doing it for a paycheck, obviously, which 
respect to everyone trying to make yeah, it better. I mean, but yeah, I mean, no, yeah. no hate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, that, I'm, yeah, I should have distinguished, like, that was just something that I needed to do for my personal mental health. And it worked out. I think, thankfully, I feel like I've connect, I've lost a lot of followers along the way, not posting a certain, you know, style. But I think now I've, I feel like I've connected with a whole new bunch of people that are on the same wavelength as I am. And they recognize um, my truths and what I'm trying to say and how I speak to them. Jenny, what's your sign? <gasps> Guess. <laughs> Ooh, I know it already. <laughs> my God. No, I think I know. Did you tell us I, this? I did. I did. I think it was at the True Botanicals Brook. Are you Aquarius? <gasps> yes, she is. Okay, oh, I, yes, remember. I, I remember. I <laughs> remember. Our, our little, our little. Does it all make sense it, to you? It makes so much sense. Our little, our little <laughs> trailblazing Jenny, not taking crap from anyone in the in the realm nope. of Oprah, Ellen, Justin Timberlake, oh my Harry gosh. Styles. <laughs> Oprah is the redeeming character because I feel like Aquarians get such bad rap. You know what? You're you're honestly you're, you're right, and I will I, I yeah, will say no, I, I, I agree. I, have, I agree. I have some qualms with certain Aquarians. My father is an Aquarian, so he's also a redeeming Aquarian. Matt's an Aquarius. Yeah, uh, yeah, redeeming yep. Aquarius. Oh, yeah. uh, I this is gonna be our new like term: redeeming Aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, Jenny no. is an amazing Aquarian. Yeah, um, I'm. Yeah. I'm dying to know your chart, though. I feel that like is you're so sad. No, no, Jenny. I feel like no. It's no. Not it's sad. amazing. I feel like you have some a lot of Earth tones in your chart. What are Do the you? Earth? I. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm sad to say I don't know much about astrology. I can pull up my uh, co-star. Oh my god! Pull up yeah. your poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely need to know. I actually okay. Wait, wait, wait. Get, Kirby, you should at, you should guess what her rising. I just move. the way that Jenny is so passionate. Like you can tell things affect her. Like you're very. I feel like you're very empathetic, and like that's why you changed your like your entire mm-hmm. mo. Like you changed everything because you were like feeling everything so deeply. But I can't decide if that's like an earthy <laughs> vibe. So like. Like Taurus, <laughs> Virgo, Capricorn, or if that's because like you just feel all the feelings, so you're like Cancer. Just I don't guess. know. I can't. Jenny didn't know that she that that this coming in onto the podcast was going to be like a therapy, ast- astrological therapy. Oh my god, no, Jenny, I don't want to get it wrong. To. You have to tell guess me. My rising. I feel like. <sighs> <laughs> The first thing, the first, the very first thing I was going to say was Taurus, but I feel like it's cancer just with how like, because of the emotion, like you just feel like you're so, you're like the mother to all of, 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 (laughs) of her chickens that she has. You have chickens. Oh my God. Hell yes. She has chickens and she brought me fresh eggs. She's like Mother Earth. She's like Mother Earth over here. I okay, what's your rising sign? Tell me right now. I'll let you know. Oh my god. Okay. I'm gonna get this so wrong. I always do this really poorly. Okay. I don't know. Everything you're describing though is pretty So it wasn't Taurus. It's not Taurus. I don't know. You have you tell me. (laughs) Okay, you need to after we're gonna sidebar this, but Jenny's gonna have to check her co-star. I have it. To see what your tr- oh it. you have it oh you do I know it. oh then she guessed oh well then tell no, us you guess and I'll let you know. she guessed already she guessed Taurus or oh, Cancer okay. so your your final answer is Taurus those are my final answers 
I am a rising cancer. Wow. You were so close. Damn, I should have gone with my second instinct. <laughs> So. <laughs> but your second, the cancer description was very spot on. Damn it. Wow. That was amazing. Okay. I see. So I was like, oh my God, you almost wow. got it. Just run wow, with thank it. You. Am that's I an astrologer? That's now? impressive, though. Yeah. Kirby. You might yeah. be. <laughs> kind of. Maybe. Okay. So let's get into the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people just want to know, girl, what are your favorite sustainable beauty brands? Like, you don't even have to give descriptions of any. You can just go through them. Or if you're really passionate about a few, you can talk about them. You, can, um, you cancer, you. <laughs> um, so I mentioned Kosas earlier. I love RMS. I like Alima Pure for makeup. I like for skincare, True Botanicals, Josie Moran, Ren Skincare, Audacite, um, Tata Harper. Oh, yes love, love. <laughs> she um, has like a farm in vermont i yeah, right? know talk I about know. living the dream that oh, lady i know and then whenever talk i mean that sarah i think you were at the first session for that that mask class yeah. that yeah, she yeah, held yeah. her skin is like i just couldn't stop looking at her face yeah like she had no makeup on maybe just a little blush that that reddish cherry blush mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it was she like, got all that good nutrients from the inside and the outside it just yeah. all coming together was that the thing where we all were sitting on pillows on the ground yeah at the sunset tower yeah I had to leave <laughs> that early but uh, it was still a very great experience yeah, loved that but yeah um, um so there that's Tata Harper I love seed phytonutrients St. Jane Indy Lee Kula for sunscreen do you guys like 100% pure? I've used yeah, their yeah, stuff yeah. like forever. And I feel like they've they've grown so much and they're finally starting to get into makeup. And it's actually really good. Pigment. Oh, great. I've not used their makeup before, just their skincare. Pretty Same. good. Pretty good. Um, yeah. I think those are the ones off the top of my head. Are any of these brands available at drugstores? Mm. Or do you have do you know or recommend any I for for the ones at drugstores drug I, o- I only go to be, uh Burt's Bees. Yeah. Yeah. I love them. And they're I think it's they're based in North Carolina, so super local if you're American. And that's it. God, I got to think about all this stuff now. Yeah. I know. I know. It's so hard. We need to make like a, a little map. Like, okay, <laughs> you, you got to this point. Yeah. Now what? You go over here, over you here. Guys, okay, then you come down. We need a Gloss Angeles <gasps> Bible. Yeah, we can make that with you. Sustainability Bible. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh. Ooh. Can you co-write it? <laughs> we're making, we're, we're about to get our website up and launched. We should work with Jenny to create yes. a post with oh. like her favorites and then the top five things yeah. to consider before buying yeah. a beauty yeah. product. We should th- we should throw that on the gram though for sure this week. Like oh, Jenny's 100%. faves, our faves, and then yeah, tips. Yep. Oh, this was so great, Jenny. <laughs> we, I loved honestly. We learned so much. I needed this, and it was so great talking to you guys. Jenny, you're the best. Oh, Thank oh. you. Brands need to hire you as a consultant. Truly. By the way. I'm up for hire, guys. I can work remotely from home. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she can. Um, Jenny, how can everybody find you? Find me on Instagram for now at um, Jenny Ong, J-E-N-N-Y-O-N-G. Awesome. Um, 
website is down for a remodeling. Um, but yeah, Instagram is where my main uh, channel exists. Awesome. Oh, wait, okay, you're on TikTok I... too. Don't you want to <gasps> plug TikTok? No. Okay. You know what? <laughs> I I have a split personality. <laughs> I, I post really random stuff on TikTok that is not related to my Instagram at all. So don't. <laughs> Don't okay, well then, Kirby, I'm going to send you. She did this really cute one of all of her entire world sweats. It was like every single day. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yes. Yeah, love. Definitely yeah. need to see this. Guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode and happy early Earth Day. Remember that you can find us on social, Los Angeles Pod. We also have our thriving Facebook group. You guys make me so proud in that group. I'm just like, get on with your bad selves. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. I'm just going to be like, the mother hen. I, I was doing that earlier today. It was adorable. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 